Warning, the following podcast may contain potential plot spoilers, but then again, it may not at all. Hello and welcome to Potential Spoilers, I'm Kieran and I'm joined by Matty D. Hey Kieran. Yes? Tony likes hamburgers. Does he? And if you didn't want to know that, then you shouldn't be listening to the show because that is a spoiler. Is it a spoiler? Um, yes. You know who else likes hamburgers? His daughter. His daughter. (laughs) Yeah, and me too. Wow, how relatable. Yeah. You're pretty much Iron Man. I can't pretty believe... Pretty much you're Iron Man. You are heartless enough to spoil the entire plot of Avengers Endgame yeah, for everybody sorry, with that I mean, statement. like, you know what you're getting into when you see the show potential spoilers, but sometimes we throw a curveball. Actually spoil it for you. Tony Stark likes hamburgers. One of my favorite lines of the movie, by the way. I enjoyed it a lot. I'm very pleased that you brought up that we're actually going to be spoiling Avengers Endgame this week because mm. this is our fifth installment of actual spoilers. That's right. That's right. Typically, what we do on the show is we look at all the promotional material for a movie and then we break it down and then attempt to predict as much of the plot as humanly possible. But in this version of the show, actual spoilers, what we do is we look at movies that we've previously predicted and then see how close to the money we got. That's right. We go, we sit down and we watch the movie and then we re-listen to what we said because I don't know about you, Kieran, but I forget most of it. Yes, And then we go, oh my God, we said that. And then we come here and we discuss it with you guys and we see how well we did or what we sort of came up with with the lack of information we had. Because after you watch a movie, it kind of all seems like, oh yeah, of course that. Yeah, that makes sense. That makes sense. I kind of saw that coming. Then when you hear what you actually thought, you're like, oh my God, what what was it? And realize how right or wrong you were. That's right. That's right. Now, mind you, the Avengers Endgame episode where we predicted that movie was the fifth episode we ever recorded. And it was the first ever episode where we teamed up to predict the plot together. That's right. Usually we separate and we do a plot each and we come together and we compare how we what we think is going to happen in the plot. But this one was quite a, an intimidating task. So yeah. we decided to do it together. Exactly. And I think it worked out for us in the long run. It or, did. It did in a way. Ah, it's, we'll it was see. interesting. This episode will be the judge of that. That's right. That's right. So I guess if you haven't seen Avengers Endgame yet. And um, you want to. I mean, it's been out for a while. Yeah. yeah. If you want to see it and you haven't seen it yet, obviously you don't want to see it. <laughs> That's right. But, you know, blanket statement, spoiler. I mean, we won't go into too much of the detail of the movie. This isn't a review of Avengers Endgame. We're not going to break down the plot of the actual movie. Mm. We're just going to see what we said and how it relates to actually what happened in the movie. Exactly, exactly. So if you do want to watch Avengers Endgame and you haven't, go watch that movie and and listen to our podcast first where we try to predict this plot because that's what we're going to be referencing in this show. Absolutely. Like I just said, this isn't a review, so we're not going to break down whether we thought the movie was good or not. Mm. I mean, obviously, there's a lot of people out there who think Avengers Endgame is the greatest movie ever made. Oscar! Oscar-worthy, Yeah, apparently. they reckon it's Oscar-worthy. But we try not to let our opinions slip in these shows, but yeah. sometimes we can't help it. I don't know. I think I'll personally refrain from putting too many opinions out there about this movie, aside from positive ones, I suppose. <laughs> oh, jeez, you're really showing, you're really showing yourself As there. I've said time and time again in this show, as I said in the original episode, which, by the way, if you haven't listened to our Avengers Endgame prediction episode, you should really go back and listen to that one first, because we're mainly going to be focusing on what we said in that episode. Yeah. You should already know by this point that I'm not a big comic book movie guy. As you say, every I time... I enjoy these movies, and this movie was no <laughs> exception. Everyone going into the movie was just like, it doesn't matter if you have never seen a Marvel movie before, this movie's got something for everybody, well, regardless would, if you're a fan or not. Uh, That's not true! I would disagree. I would disagree with that. I mean, you have to see the other movies, at least at least some of them, to kind of get the exactly. context. Exactly. But this, this movie here really birthed, or this show really birthed a tradition between you and I, now that we do podcasts on the 
episode, we go and watch the movie together and we watched yeah. this movie in cinemas and I felt like... Did we? Did we do that? No, in- we watched it separately. Oh, we watched this one yeah. separately, didn't we? All right. But I remember we were like texting. Because I saw it in advance. So right. this was one of the few movies that we've covered that actually had major leaks. Mm. So a lot of big plot heavy stuff came out before the movie even came out, mm. like weeks before the movie came out. And of course, because I had no investment in the movie, I jumped on that straight away. Yeah. So I knew even before the movie was released. That's right. What direction they were going and, in. And I was avoiding it because I didn't want to yeah. ruin them. Of course, the I didn't me. spoil it for Matty D. Yeah, that was really but nice But I had to hide for weeks <laughs> how disappointed I was on how far we were from the real movie. Yes, yes. Um, we'll break it down as we go throughout we the will, episode. We will. But yeah, I mean, I, that added something. Did you enjoy the movie experience just trying to see what you got right or did it still... I could say that about any of the movies mm. that we predict for this show. Yeah. Just predicting them adds an extra level of excitement for me to any of the movies we cover. We talked about Gemini Man, for Christ's sake, yeah. and I had no interest in seeing that movie at all, but I was excited to see it just to see what we got right. Yeah. And yeah. if we got it right. Yeah. And if one of us got more right than the other, that's always exciting as yes, well, because exactly. we're naturally competitive like yeah, that. absolutely. Except in the circumstances where we team up like we, we did yeah. for this one. That's right. That's right. So, that yeah, this was the first show that we actually teamed up, which was a very new thing for us, I think, yeah. as well. So we, we were really kind of making it up as we and went along. And if you along. listen to the episode, we're obviously not used to working together because we couldn't <laughs> agree on anything. No, We kept butting heads and like reluctantly compromising. So there was a lot of like, fine, we'll do what you want yeah. to do. Or meeting down the middle. But, but at this stage, I, I agreed with you on this one, so you've got to agree with me on yeah. this one. It was an interesting show because we were trying to like work it out, but I think like hearing what you thought really changed what I thought it was going to be in the plot, and I don't know about we you. We both but- obviously had very different ideas mm. to each other on what the movie was going to be, Yeah, and honestly we both had very different ideas together to what the movie actually was. <laughs> That's right. And You'll uh, see, folks. Um, at, the, at the time that we recorded that podcast, there was like one very vague teaser, yeah. and there was there was scenes that had a lot of fake scenes in exactly. it. Exactly, I was just about to say there was things in that trailer that weren't in the movie, so it kind of skewed our ideas, and yeah. we were we were really reaching into our imagination to kind of pull something out because yes. there wasn't any information. About <laughs> imagination what was is an interesting word for it. I would have said ass. <laughs> That's right. So it's really interesting to hear the hear the episode and and where we were at that stage, and then compare it to the actual three hour and twenty minute long slog that that's the slog was it? No, actually, it didn't fly to by be for honest, you? to be honest, I really enjoyed it. I I know it's not a review, but I'll just say I loved this movie going in and watching it. But I really remember being in the cinemas, and then towards the end, and the end, it's it's quite towards long. the end it's of quite, Endgame. Yep. It's quite lengthy, and I really needed to go to the bathroom, and it was like that funeral scene, man. <laughs> like I was like, come on, come on, I really need to go. I need to go to the bathroom. I think you could have gone at that point <laughs> but I didn't know what was, and I stayed I stayed through the whole credits as well oh wow I was like, I <laughs> you was must like, have been furious they're, they're going to do something special here I mean they have to they have to it's the last one Okay. It's <laughs> cling, cling, <laughs> cling. Movie over. Yeah, that's right. That's right. Which, you know, was a nice little nod to the first movie, but I was like, okay. <laughs> it wasn't worth wriggling and jiggling in your seat <laughs> for 20 minutes for. That's right. I was like, okay, Bladder, you and me got to come up with a deal and we got to compromise. But yeah, very long movie. Um, but I really loved it. This isn't a review, Matty D. Not, not oh, okay, so that's say. your opinion. Yeah. That's your unobjective opinion, yeah. I suppose. But what we typically do in our episodes of actual spoilers is we look at what each other got right in the movies and then we tally up scores and then whoever gets the highest score so whoever got more things right is the overall winner Mm. we can't really do that for the episodes where we team up because we're sharing the same opinion so what we're going to do in this episode is we're actually going to look at everything we got right and then we're going to look at everything we got wrong and so we're going to do up a whole ratio right to wrong and then of course that will indicate whether we were overall more wrong about the movie 
or if we were actually closer to the mark. Yeah, that's a fair way of judging, right? Absolutely. See, see how good we did together. So if our ratio is tipped more right to wrong, then we know that we were pretty close to the money and it was a worthwhile effort. I have a feeling I know where the scales will be tipped, but yes. you know, don't want don't to push it too far there. No, don't want to wanna... predict too early. Yeah, exactly. So surprisingly, we got, we got a few things weirdly right. Yeah, and we got a lot of things... <laughs> Very obviously Very wrong. badly wrong. <laughs> I can't wait to break it down. Right. So what we actually did was we actually tasked each other with actually breaking down each element. So Manny D went away and he looked at everything that we said that was correct. Mm. And I went away and I looked at everything that was wrong. Yeah. I don't know who had the more fun job, but I think it was entertaining either way. I suppose you be the judge when we break it down. It was. I had to sift through some stuff, you know? Yeah, had to sift through a lot of mess, a lot of garbage. Because we were just throwing out ideas left Mm. and right. We didn't have a real succinct idea. We were like, I think this will happen. No, I disagree. Yeah. All right, let's meet in the middle, throw it up in the air. Oh, Oh, no, no, I've changed my mind. Maybe. I mean, this was a show that we were very unconfident in predicting it. And and even when we finished the show, we were like, we didn't get that right. Like, we walked away and we're like, there's no way we got that right you know but well, you know you, you, i think you might be shocked here we are here we are i'm so excited maddie d i want us to get straight into it stop delaying all right i want to hear the good news first all right, i want to hear everything that we got right let's do when we predicted news. it let's do the good news so here's what we got right in the show so we actually when we started off talking about the characters we we do yeah. that regularly in the show talk about who's in the cast we actually predicted a few things in that section there i mean the first that thing we, we said was that robert downey jr gwyneth paltrow and chris evans this would be their last movie uh because they're contracts are up and from what we can see that is correct um which we had no information that that would be the case i I just want to point out as well that you said that the ending of um the first avengers uh the previous uh avengers 3 what was that infinity war infinity war the ending was going to matter very little yes in a way to the overall scheme in in a way you were kind of dead on the money there yes i was (laughs) i mean it's a it's a very subjective note but like you know in a way everything was reversed anyway which people can have their opinions about it we also mentioned loki was cast Mm -hmm. Um, so we mentioned he would be in the movie and there was nothing in the promotional material that would indicate that that was the case so I I gave us half a point there because we were kind of on the money there wait you're giving points I was yeah okay I was was just I was just counting how many people how many things we got right okay yep just to give a number no worries and so some things I was like I gave it like half a point okay just Just to let you know I didn't do that oh you didn't no okay any statement that we said if it was flat out false that's just a single falsity oh okay well I've got that too so I can just yep say that so we said that Captain Mark Marvel would be a last-ditched effort for the plot um, yep. in a way she was, so we kind of got that right. Yeah, sort of, um, at the start of the movie. You were very into these Team A and Team B teams, yeah. which I just want to talk about a little briefly. You said Rocket would be part of the B team. I mean, you could say the whole Thor subplot of him yep. walking away is kind of a B team move. Well, so. interesting you should say that, Matty D, because I made notes on this as well. Mm. I said, if anything, Thor and Rocket are the C team. So the B team would be Black Widow and Hawkeye. The A team, of course, is Iron Man, Hulk and everybody else. And then they were broken up into teams. We predicted there would be two teams, but there are actually three teams if you really yeah, think about it. And, and oh, Nebula were... was also part of the B team <laughs> right. as well. But everyone keeps forgetting about yeah, that. Yeah, yeah. Well, yeah, they all broke up to so, to get a stone. So you couldn't technically say... Technically, we were right. Yeah. and But at the same time, we were wrong. Yeah, because none of the teams were more important than any, any other of the teams. Well, I were... think I specifically said that the B team, referring to the C team, the one that Rocket was in, would be less important. Now, they weren't less important because they were after Infinity Star stones like everybody else but the stakes but I were also less. said the stakes would be less yep. and it'd be more comedic which you were dead on the money there yes. I mean all he needed to do was go into the room and talk to Jane and he couldn't do it so I mean you know that's a very B team talking about Thor Thor that's rather right. than Rocket yeah yeah yeah, yeah. but you know like it, 
was interesting because each of those teams, what their task was, was it as equally as important? If one person failed, you know, they would all fail, but they definitely split off into teams. Yeah. And there was definitely like a hierarchy there. So I think we bought it on. I think it's definitely correct. worth saying that we were correct. Yeah. We're wrong, we weren't we're on, 100% on the money. Yeah. But yeah. We were it's, it's on not, the right track. It's not how we thought it would go down, but it was interesting that we picked up on Since on that. this wasn't indicated in the mm. trailers at all, I think this was a pretty good guess. Yeah. And you want to know what else you got correct? I want to give you like a little bit of a, oh, yes. a mention here that you said uh, Thor's new hammer would be in the movie. I mean, we kind of His thought it was... His big axe that's that he right, That's right. Can I just say what a fucking waste of time that was <laughs> in that last movie. That was like 20 minutes out of Infinity War, only for it to not really have a purpose in this movie beyond the opening segment. Mm. Well, so, you know. And we, that means that Thor Ragnarok was also a waste of time because in that movie, he realized that he didn't need Mjolnir. It got destroyed by Hela. And he's like, oh, I don't need Mjolnir. The power's inside me. But in this movie, he's like, you know what? I'm going to get Mjolnir back. Yeah. So they just pissed on basically anything that happened in the previous movies. <laughs> right. Yeah. He that t- kind of annoyed he, me, he folks. Takes, he takes the hammer from the past, right? Yeah, that's right. So Thor in the past. Yeah, he's depriving Thor of the hammer in the past anyway, as well. Anyway, I guess if you, if you were so inclined, you could find some plot holes. Some plot holes in the timeline yeah, there, sure. especially if your name is Kieran. Yeah. <laughs> but well, I'll leave that alone. Uh, you said Wasp was going to be in the B team. I mean, Wasp wasn't really in the movie actually. No, she was dead. Um, but so we yeah, were definitely was, wrong about we were, that. Uh, well, we didn't know, right? Like we didn't know. We should have known, but we were wrong. Yep. So you can't count that as her no, being I, in the B team. I didn't. I didn't count that. But I went into uh, Black Widow being in the A team. I mean, she was kind of in yeah, the she B was. team. Oh, no, no, she was in the B team yeah. technically. But yeah, okay. If we're not going to be particularly picky about how close we were to yep. the actual team structures, I technically you could say that she was part of the more important A team. This sounding so confusing yep. to me now, but okay. So we predicted there'd be two teams, A and B. Mm. In reality, there were three teams, A, B, and C. Yep. So let's say that the more important players we presumed would be in the A team, but because there's three teams yeah. in actuality, there was like one comic relief team, one slightly less important team, and then the main players that everyone really likes in the main A team. Yeah, the ones that had the emotional sort of story that they had to yeah. go through. And Absolutely. Black Widow did have that. Like, I've, Yeah, I've, exactly. That's she, why I'm she saying... She had a lot to do in this movie. I think we're correct in presuming she'd be in the A team because mm. they're definitely more important than the C team. Mm. So yeah, I think again, yeah, it's worth saying that we were right, yeah, but absolutely. in a way we weren't. Yeah, we were on the we were on the track. I think yeah. it's not how it played in our heads. Yes, exactly. But we did say it, so there you go. We also said, I think I actually mentioned this, but Nebula will play a key part in taking down Thanos, which yeah, she was a huge part right. of the movie, a very big part of the movie. Again, not how I thought, but whatever. Here's something that you were very, very big on. This was like your big prediction was uh, Thanos would be in a farm, yep. which we did mention and does happen. Well, um, they sort of teased that at the end of the last movie, that's right. but yeah, it does happen. That's right. And I want to talk about he that. He didn't a have a bit. floppy hat. I'm disappointed about that, but he was on a farm. I, uh, yeah, I want to talk about a little bit of the, about that later, but this is all when we're talking about the cast list at this point. We, we, we both said that the gauntlet was damaged. I think I saw that in the yep. in the previous movie. I didn't notice that. Um, which it was. The gauntlet had been damaged, and that yep. was a big And he was point. using it as a gardening glove in the actual movie, which <laughs> I thought was amusing. <laughs> That's right. Uh, and we said Captain America would be leading the force and leading the A team. I mean, that is pretty much his yep. position and character arc in the story. That's 100% correct. Uh, we said Tony Stark would die. He did. Um, yep, absolutely. I mean, a lot of people were saying that, but there was a lot of pushback on like, I wouldn't do that. But that was, you know, when that happened in the movie, I was like, hmm, okay, <laughs> of course. A lot of people had theories that he was just going to happily retire. No. But I think we all knew no. that the buzzards were circling. We said specifically the buzzards were circling yep. around Robert Downey yep. Jr. So here's where we had a bit of a conflict. Where one of many. And one of many. And you were right, actually. I need to give Be you a bit humble. your due credit here because 
you said that all the characters would return at the end. It would be a great epic yeah, moment. All the we, dead characters. All the dead characters. All would the ones come back at the same time. Yep. All the ones for the that have vanished. Fight. Everyone would come back at the final fight. It would be glorious. And I, for some reason, was like, no, that's not going to happen. They're going to be peppered through. So yeah. they're each going to find a character. And I think that was just me trying to be like, how do you fill a three-hour movie? Oh, maybe he could grab Spider-Man and bring Spider-Man to the fold and be like them introducing or each of them. Go and find Doctor Strange. I was totally wrong. You were totally right. I think you ended up agreeing with me for some reason but you were totally yeah. right that, that that exactly is what happened and I, and I could I could feel your force next to me when I was watching it in cinemas like nudging me even uh, though I wasn't there even though you weren't there <laughs> Because in that's, spirit, I was nudging. That's you. exactly what happened. Uh, right at the end of the final fight, they all come in, and it's a, a moment of glory. Uh, so well done on you. <laughs> um, but that doesn't actually count. No, it doesn't because we, we we decided that wasn't going to happen. They weren't going to come back all together. They're going to be peppered through. Yeah, I know, I know. It doesn't count, but I thought it was worth a mention. It was, funnily enough, and we do you said, know why I argued that that would be the case? Because you were right. <laughs> no, because I said narratively it would be unsatisfying yep. if they came back peppered all throughout the plot. Yeah. If they didn't come back all at the end, it wouldn't be narratively satisfying. That was my major argument. Yeah. Now you sat down and watched the movie. What would be more satisfying if like, oh, here's a hero here, here's a hero there. Are we building up our army and then fighting Thanos? Or what they actually did in the movie where everyone swooped in almost unexpectedly for the big final fight? I mean, yeah, that was and cool. kicked Thanos' purple that ass was, up and down the street. You got to admit, that was that was great. But yeah. I don't know why. I don't know why I didn't see it like that. I was like, oh, you know, you have to have these characters in somewhere, you know. Can't just have them just walking around <laughs> for three hours. Yeah, moving on. We, we talked about Hulk and we, we didn't really know where he was going to go in this movie. And no, we, we said didn't. We said he would Hulk out at the end. Um, yeah. Apparently, he was Hulk throughout the whole movie. Yeah, he um, was. So if you want to be... We didn't predict that he would dab. We No, we did not predict that. I'm very ashamed that we didn't predict no. that one. But, you know, it's kind of true. He hulked out in, in a sense, right? Because he was the Hulk. Look, I'm stretching here. Yeah, you're stretching because um, he didn't hulk out at the end for the final battle. He was Hulk the entire time. Yeah. In a way, we were right because he did overcome his Hulk impotence. Yes. But not in the way that not we thought. Not in the way that we thought. And not in a way that was narratively satisfying. Either. Well, well, we thought he would kind of find closure. and that So kinda... he just rocks up in the movie and he's just like, oh, I'm Hulk all the time now and yeah. I'm smart Hulk. I, I overcame it. So where was that? journey in the movies like wouldn't that be an interesting thing to see yeah instead of i don't know hulk coming and bringing a taco to ant-man sorry i'm jaded yeah that's it yeah it seems like that happened off screen i know that was something well, it did that, happen off screen um, that was something that happens in the comics so you know I, but that would have been something that i think would have been interesting you could have filled out half an hour of a three-hour <laughs> movie exploring that interesting storyline that they thought no 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 that's not interesting let's have iron man teaching his daughter how to say shit instead let's have Ant-Man peeing in his suit because he turned into an old man and a baby in the span of five <laughs> seconds. Let's focus on Captain America's ass for way too long and keep the joke going for an uncomfortably long time instead. Hey, no. You've got to give the fans what they want. Yeah. Okay, fair enough. That's what they want. Like I said, I'm not the fan, so maybe this Look, isn't what they want. I love how want. you started this by being like, I'm going to keep my opinions to myself. And you're just casual, like you're just slowly breaking. Yeah, okay. Sorry. It's like a rage inside you. I, I'll settle down. Um, I'm sure there's people out there who agree with I'm me. sure. I know there is. But yeah, so that was interesting that we kind of thought, well, Hulk does get closure, but just not in the 
way that we... Who would have thought? Who, how would we have guessed, hey, Hulk's going to rock up and he's just going to be Hulk in glasses? Like, who would have thought? Well, that? as you said, it's something that was from the comics. Mm. So if we knew that about the Hulk, which I did know about that, but I didn't know they were going to do it here. Yeah. We could have thrown it out there, but we just didn't because, again, yeah, it's it not narratively satisfying. Yeah, it didn't seem the direction that they were going in. All right, moving on. Um, I just made a note that it was funny that said they wouldn't make any other movies, but I'm sure you, you were going to talk yeah, about that. I'm going to talk um, about that. Don't you worry. And I, I was trying to look for who in my next watch around who pub bartender yeah. was. Couldn't find him. Um, no. But I just want to say just back on what we got right. And I know this is very... People are going to be like, of course that happened. Stanley was in the movie. Yep. We did say it. There yep. was no promotional material that said we weren't. So give us a hand because we got something right there. Stanley yeah, yeah, was in yeah. the movie. We thought he was going to have a very somber and very respectful yeah. one. No, instead he gave us the finger. <laughs> It's is very it? appropriate. It's Stanley driving past being like, fuck you guys, give no, him the he, finger. He didn't give the finger. He gave the peace sign, didn't he? Oh, Make yeah, he love, no too. war. He gave yeah, the he peace sign. Too. Sorry, uh... I remembered it as a middle <laughs> finger because that's how it felt to me. I wanted a better cameo yeah. anyway since he departed and they should have dedicated the movie to him, I thought. But anyway. With, I thought they did. Uh, they dedicated uh, Captain Marvel to him. Oh, okay. Because that's when he actually passed. All right. Did so they dedicate the movie to Robert Downey Jr.? Yes, that's that, how it felt. Because it felt, they, like, oh really felt like they are acting like he actually died. Yeah, that's how it felt. It, yeah. it was really weird. It was like, thank you, Robert Downey Jr. It's yeah. like, the guy's alive. Like, the creator that made these comics has died. Okay, you know, that's, that's my thing. Anyway, let's move into the, what we actually spoke about in the plot. Wow, we're, we're only just getting into it yeah, now? Yeah, okay. yeah, yeah. But I'll, I'll shoot through it. So, we discussed if we would pick up immediately um, before the first movie, um, whether like the movie would open straight and went straight it, away, straight away, uh, which is what I thought. And I was wrong. Well, in a way, you I You thought we would flash back to the events of the last movie yeah. and see it from a different perspective. Yeah. So you were yeah. definitely off there, but oh, we ended up compromising because I thought it would take place at least a month later. Yeah, which you were more on the later. money there, which is what I noted here. You were actually right. It does take some time that passed, and you noticed that in the trailer it was about you know the Earth recovering. Yeah. Um, so obviously we didn't predict the five-year time jump that actually happened in the movie, but in the real movie we pick up 23 days after yeah. the initial incident. So we see uh, Robert Downey Jr. floating Tony in Stark in space exactly, with Nebula. Exactly. They've already met so, uh, for some reason. Uh, yeah. yeah. We, you, that so happened we, all off screen. Yeah. Yes, exactly. So we compromised on that point because you wanted to say, oh, we're going to go back and see the snap again. And I said, oh, no, we're going to go forward and see how the snap has affected everybody. Yeah. So we compromised and we said it was the next day. Yes. Uh, so, yeah, you, you were more on the money there. Um, Are you saying we were kind of right there? Well, yeah, in a very loose way. I'd more so say we were wrong. Yeah. Right. Yeah. I just wanted to mention that because you were very close to that point there. Okay. Um, you also said, uh, you actually specifically, Kieran, said that it would be a very somber opening, which it was. Yep, um, absolutely. Very, very depressing. And it would focus on ordinary people doing their lives, which it kind of did. And we kind of see that through Ant-Man uh, and also like that little group. I wouldn't say that's right at the opening of the movie. No, We no, do no, see no. our Avengers coping but what we actually said was we won't focus on the Avengers in the opening we'll focus on the regular person on mm. the street which they didn't really do until the five year jump yeah so in a way it's still very early right, in the but movie. the movie didn't open yeah that way so yeah. this is about maybe 20 minutes into the movie that that happened yeah but no we were wrong it didn't open on regular Joe in no. the bar pub barman wiping down the bar we opened with the Avengers coping look I'm trying to milk as much as we kind of got right in okay. as possible so in a way we were right Just, but not yeah, right on the look, money no we weren't right at all but like you know we kind of mentioned it so 
it's worth a mention here. We kind of said that it might start with narration, and in a way, Tony Stark is talking to his yeah. wife. Uh, He's talking so to the helmet recording logs. That, that's kind of, we were kind of right there. It's very there. loosely narration, but it's not direct mm. voiceover narration explaining mm. what's going on. So and again, you could say we were right, you could say we were wrong. <laughs> yeah. And I was obsessed with um, them visiting the soul realm. I yep. think I said that like several times, and yep. they and that does happen. They do, yep. Not in the way we discussed, but no. it, it is a pivotal well, we point. We weren't even sure what the soul realm was when yeah. we discussed it. Yeah. I mean, it's quite clear now when we saw Endgame, what exactly the soul realm is mm. but I remember being confused being like isn't that a planet because you just seem to be able to fly there rather than travel there but yeah. I think they used the stones to travel there don't ask me how they got there <laughs> using they Scott Lang's time machine they sacrificed themselves no no how did they get there in the first place does Nebula just know how to get there magically do they have to use the stone to travel there or is it just a planet that they land on yeah I think it's a planet right we then, still don't know what then, it is and then they go we're, we're talking about the same thing right yeah. the red skull yeah where the place. red skull lives yeah it's, it's a and there's a big pagoda yeah, and you've got to throw it, someone off a cliff. It's a planet, but to actually get to the actual soul realm, you've got to do the sacrifice. So it exists in another dimension, I assume. Okay, all right. All right. We said Tony Stark was in space, which was right. You said Ant-Man would join the Avengers, and that's how we'd be sort of reintroduced to our Avengers team, which uh, we were introduced already, but like yeah. there's like- He a comes back five years later and, after and the he, jump. And he kind of like, when the, after the five-year jump, the movie kind of picks up and he yeah. kind of does it. So in a way, we're right. Um, He's the one who reintroduces hope to the exactly, characters. Exactly, exactly. And there's a meeting where the Avengers ask, what do we do from here? Where do we go from here? And Captain Marvel is introduced as a prime player in that. So look, that was something we kind that of... That happened, but it wasn't at the same time as Ant-Man showing no. up. We thought that Ant-Man would arrive would you... with Captain Marvel in a van. Yeah. Like she's sitting in the back of a van like a bum. <laughs> so, so... Well, initially we thought that Captain Marvel would like come in dramatically, even burst through the ceiling and yep. surprise everybody, which we were on the right track. So mm. in that statement, we were correct. Mm. You also predicted that it might happen at the end of Captain Marvel, which is yeah. what actually happened. Yeah, that's right. I did predict so that. So she was already here when this movie started. Yeah. She was already yeah. hanging out. Yeah, when we when we recorded that episode, Captain Marvel hadn't even come out yet. No. So we we're missing a lot of information from that movie. So you retroactively said, I think at the end of Captain Marvel, they may introduce her to the Avengers. Mm. They'll jump forward in time and say, look, here she is rocking up, which, yeah, you're right. That's right. That's, that's what right. They did. And, and funnily but enough- But that's not what we settled on. We settled on that Scott Lang, Ant-Man would bring her to the Avengers- <laughs> yeah. Yeah, we did. Which is funny because that was my next note was that uh, Captain Marvel actually got like got introduced to the Avengers. But you're right, we did compromise and disagree on that. Yeah, exactly. So damn, hey. The next thing we spoke about is we spoke about them visiting Thanos, um, yep. which was well, on one of your planet. favorite parts. Um, yes. Which is farm. Which, to give us some credit, uh, you particularly, it all happened essentially how we described. Like they go and visit him on his planet. Thanos doesn't really put up a fight. You described it like as Ozymandias, which is kind of you know what happened. Yep. You know, he's very placid. From Watchmen, yeah. Um, we also spoke about. They didn't burn his crops, but no, I'll get into that. No, no, I'm about to talk about that as well. We also said uh, Nebula runs into Tony Stark. We kind of imagined that was something we were going to see on screen. Yep. Apparently, they're just together, like yep. playing the football game. Yeah, exactly. Um, so, but you know what? There was no indication that that was going to happen. So we were right. Like Nebula was on the ship with Tony Stark, and they develop a friendship again off screen. Off screen, that's right. Um, so we say that Thanos is on his farm relaxing, and the Avengers come in and, and burn his farm. You're right. It doesn't. They don't burn his farm, which I know you're very sad about. But they kind of they do interrupt his relaxation though they do destroy stuff yeah so you know they, they do rough his farm up and um, his farm house basically. his farm house that's right and, and his head I said he wouldn't get mad at this um, I don't think he had a you know chance to he got decapitated by Thor he was very defeatist in yeah. a way well he'd already won so he yeah, was just so like there's just nothing like, you can do to undo exactly. it and I've destroyed the infinity exactly, stones exactly and that's what we see we see the gauntlet is, is destroyed at this point which is something else we got right this is a section where we actually threw out time travel as well as, a, as an option yeah. we never settled on time travel so no. it's not something we got right you but I found, threw it, it out there, yeah. I found it interesting that 
we talked about it and joked about it, but we we're like, there's no way that'll actually happen. Well, Some of the theories we had was you said they may be able to bring the characters back through time travel, which I couldn't believe it when I was listening back. Yep. I was like, well, that's what they do in a way. Well, we thought Captain Marvel would be able to do it. And we also thought that Captain Marvel might be able to time travel, which is, it was a big persistent rumor floating around Mm. before Captain Marvel came out. And then, of course, when the movie was released, they said that they actually put that out there to throw fans off. Oh, damn. They tricked us. Yeah. We fell for that hook, line and sinker. Yep. And then, interestingly enough, you brought up the fact that Ant-Man, yeah, through, through shrinking down to a sub-molecular th- level, fan machine. can travel through time. And I laughed at you. I said, that's so stupid. <laughs> that's not going to play into it at all. <laughs> yeah, and lo and behold, that was a huge part about it. Yeah, exactly. That was a huge I part. I can't believe we didn't make the connection. Yeah, well, I thought Ant-Man would travel back to the 90s. That's where I was. what I was thinking. He would, he would, yeah. be, he would arrive in the Captain He'd Marvel. He would arrive movie. in a different time, and then that's how yeah, he brings... Exactly. He meets Carol Danvers, a.k.a. Captain to Marvel and then they travel back to the present and that's how she's introduced but yeah we were wrong yeah dead wrong there you said, and I'm going to make a quote here, Captain Marvel will leave and piss off again, yep. which does happen. Yes, absolutely. Um, I was very pleased about uh, that. You did mention a lot they would, they would try to get rid of the overpowered characters, which they kind of do. So Captain Marvel they just always do disappear. Um, Hulk's kind of just like, yeah, I'm just chilling out here. Yeah. So um, He's useless. He's been nerfed. Thor as well. Exactly. He really took a back seat and he became did. a comic relief he character did. by becoming fat, which well, we never would have predicted that was in a not, thousand years. No, we would never, ever predict that. That really shocked me. Um, it shocked everybody. <laughs> so this is something I just want to pat my back a little bit here because I said that the final scene will be an epic final battle okay, in which you go. disagreed with me and said, no, it's going to be very subdued and not going to happen. So we didn't get that right, but <laughs> I was kind of on the Why right Why are you doing track my there. job? Are you supposed <laughs> to be telling us stuff that we got right? Well, I was just mentioning stuff we kind of got right as well. We said that the team will go and visit Thanos because this is where we're wrapping up. We'll try to reverse the effects, um, which they do kind of do, which I've already mentioned. We said Tony Stark would sacrifice himself and it would be a tear-jerking yep. scene. He would sacrifice himself to be able to bring everybody back to life. I mean, he does sacrifice himself. Everyone's already back to life at this point, but he does sacrifice himself to kill Thanos to prevent everyone from being killed a second time. Yep. Uh, we said there'd be a Lord of the Rings-style sit-down where they discuss their plans, Yep. and Pepper Potts will be sad and we'll never see her again. It, That's true. We also said that Star-Lord would just spend the movie getting his ass kicked. Which is true. We also said Nebula knows where Thanos' well, we planet is. Well, we joked that they just kicked Star-Lord's ass. Which for, happened. For ruining it. And they kind of do. They kick him in the balls. Yeah, they pulled the an old Walken w- Phoenix Joker on him. Yeah, exactly. Um, yeah, so Nebula knows where Thanos' planet is. So in total, we got more wrong than we did right. We mentioned some things on hey, the side. Hey, hey, that hey. We haven't we agreed know. on that we yet. Don't, we don't know. That's right. But it was interesting because we were on the right track with a few things, but each of us railroaded the other at times. Yeah. So there's some things there that that we mentioned on the side that kind of came to fruition and there was things that we agreed on that actually came through but not in the way that we thought so, so what's the number well the number I got was 26 so that was 26 correct statements is that's, that right that's right yeah okay Overall, 26 correct and I, statements. And I got to say, I'm being very generous with those right. correct statements because I think we need it. <laughs> right. I I think was equally as generous with things that we got wrong, yep. where I was listening going, well, that's not really wrong because we were kind of right, so I'd mm. let it slide. So I just mainly focused on stuff that we got dead wrong. Yeah. Or stuff that we kind of got wrong, but we could argue whether we got them right or not. And we've already sort of done that. Yeah. So, you touched on this already. One of the first things that we got wrong was that you were convinced, you specifically were convinced that this movie would end the whole Marvel Avengers franchise. You were adamant for multiple episodes of this podcast. (laughs) And you said, and if the movies were to continue, 
They will continue in a different way. Yep. I they'll reboot the series. I don't know what you meant by that. Like, are they going to have well, a new Iron Man, new Spider Man? No, I think I think it was going to be what in my head it was going to be like the Avengers, as you know, is done, and we're going to keep releasing superhero movies, but it's not going to be in this format. So they're going to be related in the same universe, but it's not going to be like this many movies and then an Avengers movies yep. and then this many movies and then Avengers. So movies. that's done. What you were suggesting was that they're not going to continue the storyline and build up to another yeah. Infinity War slash Endgame-esque yeah. final battle. Yeah. That's obviously not true, man. Yeah, I was completely wrong. I don't know why. They were st- like At the time, they were pushing out movies, so like Spider-Man was coming out at that time as well. So I think I even said at the start of the Spider-Man okay. episode... all right. Look, so you, you were said right. that Endgame would be the last one, yet here we are talking about... Uh, I guess Spider-Man was the last movie of Phase 4, mm. but it really seems like the first movie of Phase 5, if you ask me, and yeah. they set up a lot of stuff in that movie too. Yeah. So you must have been shocked. Yeah. <laughs> Yes. Moving on. I guess I, I wanted it to have a final, you know, ending. We said that Captain Marvel will be a part of the A-Team. She's not involved at no, all. No, she's not. She's almost like, you know, that movie and that character is kind of a waste of time, <laughs> if you ask me. Well, until the end. Yeah, she's like Chekhov's she shows, gun. She's like... Uh, she's not a character, she's a Chekhov's gun. Well, she shows up and she wipes the floor with everybody. There's yeah. a few characters like that that come in at the end and they just like dominate. But, but she doesn't really... help the Avengers beyond the final fight. Well, Kieran, there are other planets to look after. Not yeah, just apparently Earth. so. Because apparently the fate of the whole universe is less important than whatever business Captain Marvel's got going on. Because <laughs> presumably, not just Earth, but the entire universe was half wiped out. Mm. So sure, she might be helping other planets rebuild or whatever she's doing. They don't show us, because of course they don't show us. Well, they'd tell you in the hologram. Yeah, she's like, I've got stuff to do. I've got to cut my hair, stuff like that. And so she doesn't help them when she would be really helpful if she helped them out. And I'm sure she would be better off helping the Avengers get everybody back rather than running around doing whatever it is she's well, doing. Well, at the stage, the Avengers don't know how to bring everybody back. And she's already gone by that stage. It takes her a very long time to fly to Earth, Kieran. Okay, fair enough. <laughs> you just got to go with that All one, right. I guess. See, all right. Yeah, so she's not she's a part just, of the AP. She's just traveling. We were wrong. Like, um, I don't know. I guess I just thought that we Dragon Ball Z. She's just flying on yeah, the way to Earth. I, I just presume that, I don't know, the character would have more impact or more weight on the actual universe <laughs> than just being a MacGuffin. Yeah, right. But that's just me. That's just <laughs> me. Moving on. We thought that Rocket Raccoon would be a part of the B team, as we already covered. Yeah. He kind of is. He's, if anything, he's part of the C team. We already mm. discussed it. He's there with Fat Thor. <laughs> yes. And we also said that Wasp would be alive and mm. be a part of the B team. That's wrong. She's very dead. If we'd watched Ant-Man and the Wasp, as we said in the previous episode, we didn't watch it. We would know that. <laughs> we would know that she is dead. Yeah. And you also said that Black Widow would be on the A team, which, again, we've discussed it. Technically, she's on the B team, so we're kind of half right, half wrong. So I think in fairness, this should count on both sides. If mm. we're half right, half wrong, it's a point for and a point against. Absolutely, yeah. I actually said that Black Widow won't have a huge impact on the movie. I think we decided that Black Widow would be there, but she won't have a major impact on the movie. Or maybe we went back and forth, but I think we specifically said that she won't have a huge impact. But of course, that's wrong because... She had a huge impact. She has a major impact because... Yeah. And I think we need to talk about this. Because she sacrifices herself to allow Hawkeye access to the Soul Stone. Yep. How does that work? Because uh, <laughs> one of them has to sacrifice something that's uh, that's that's like, most important to them than anything else. Yeah, yeah. Well, you know, you know Let how me I feel. Break down. You know how you, that doesn't work. You know how I feel about this anyway. They because like we we, ha- we have the same we have the same opinion. Beef with the same beef. Yeah. Okay. Yep. Well, we should break it down for the audience who may not be aware. They established in Infinity War, the previous movie, that in order to get the Soul Stone. You have to sacrifice, you yourself have to sacrifice the thing that you love the most. Which was Thanos sacrificing and we, uh, Gamora. We covered this 
in our previous podcast when mm. we predicted the movie, they said, I think we said that, I don't know, I'd throw a beer over or something like that. <laughs> That's right. I can't remember what we said That's exactly. Right, yeah. Maybe that was on the cutting room floor. But You'd pour a beer out over, yeah. the, over the balcony with tears in your yeah, eyes. Exactly. <laughs> or just throwing a bottle of wine over yeah. whatever I'm into at that time. But yeah, so Thanos, he pushed Gamora over the edge, mm-hmm. which, by the way, you kept calling Glamora, Glamora in the previous that's right. episode, or whatever other, I think I called it Gamora. <laughs> but yeah, he pushed her over the edge. That was his major sacrifice. He had a little tear because suddenly he cared about her more than he ever did before in that moment. But she was his favorite daughter, apparently. So that establishes that. So you need to make a sacrifice of something that you care about the most in order to get the Soul Stone. This is where it doesn't work in Endgame because when they're told by Red Skull, Hawkeye and Black Widow. I love that he's just watching this whole thing take place as well. Exactly. And no one seems to have a big issue with him being there either. But when they tell him, oh, you have to make a sacrifice to get the Soul Stone. Mm. You have to sacrifice the thing you love most. They start fighting each other. Yeah essentially trying to push each other over the edge. Well, no, so, no, no. They're, tr- they're trying to be the one that sacrifices themselves. No, but you can't sacrifice yourself to get the stone. No. Because then the stone will go to you. You've sacrificed yourself. You have to sacrifice the thing you love most. So therefore, through implication, if they're trying to kill themselves, that means they love themselves more than anything else in the world, which doesn't make sense. Second, if they're trying to fight each other to throw each other off, which it kind of looks like to me... That's them saying that Hawkeye and Black Widow care about each other. They like each other more than they like anybody well, else. Yeah, I had an issue with this. And one of the one of our fans of the show, a friend of ours, put me in my place about it. Because I was like, well, doesn't Hawkeye care about his family more than anything else in the world? And, and then doesn't Black Widow, presumably, they never go anywhere with this. Doesn't she love the Hulk? Yeah. For example, way they, more than she loves Hawkeye. There wasn't that at all in this movie. No. That relationship has kind of dropped. He kind of mentions it a little bit. Hulk does when yeah, he's like, he, I, he's I tried like, to bring oh, her back. <laughs> but, um, but yeah, that's I, this is one of those scenes where you've just got to go with it and, and not think about it and be like, it's just a beautiful well, sacrifice. you're not supposed but- to think about it, don't fucking bring it up in the previous movie and make such a big deal out of it. Yeah, well, you know, I'm on the same page with you with this. I, I didn't make a lot of sense to me at the time. Like, at the moment, I was like, oh my God, this is great. And then when you think about it, you're like, well, hang on a If second. there's a listener out there, please, if there's a listener out there that can explain it to us in a logical sense, I'd love to hear it. Mm. And then break down how it relates to how they explained it in the first movie, in yep. Infinity War, and then explain how it works in this movie. Because yep. I'm sure someone out there who's a bigger expert yep. will have a, an explanation that e- works. Even, even if you were to say that Hawkeye's family is dead so the closest thing he has is Black Widow he's still fighting for his family so that's the exactly. thing he cares about because there's a chance that they're going to be alive right yeah so exactly you pour those ashes over or something yeah <laughs> I don't know I don't know it just had to be a dramatic effect they had to kill off a character I guess yeah um, and also she killed herself off so I don't understand well, how the soul stone goes to Hawkeye Hawkeye is holding her and then he lets go, but I don't think he lets go deliberately. No, she. So maybe, maybe the him to maybe the go. soul realm is just an idiot, and there's and yeah. just like watching from afar, and just like, okay, I think Hawkeye killed Black Widow, so we'll we'll give him the soul stone. Yeah, let's play in the soul <laughs> realm and not the Russo brothers. <laughs> Moving on, Gamora, aka Glamora or Gamora, mm. will have a big part in killing Thanos, oh, as we already discussed. Yeah. She's a big part in hitting uh, Star Lord in the balls, and yeah. that's pretty much well. It. Technically, the Glamora or Gamora, as she's commonly known in the movies. Yep. Technically, she's dead and she stays dead. She doesn't come back at all. But she does have a 2014 counterpart 
who is with Thanos, who in a way, at the end, she betrays Thanos. She's convinced by present day Nebula to mm. betray Thanos and she joins up with the good guys. So in a way, you could say we were sort of right. Yeah. But Gamora, we presume that she would be brought back to life and then have a big impact in the final battle. Because well, she was like which the, was the wrong. daughter of Thanos, the favorite daughter of yeah. Thanos. So he, presumably because he, he pushed her off the that's edge. That's right. That's right. That's To right. get the Soul Stone, as we just discussed. Yeah. So there was yeah, in this movie, it was interesting that they went back to, they kind of like revisited moments of the film previously that were popular. It kind of felt like a, uh, an well, other old films, school like Hollywood. The original Avengers movie. That's right. That's right. Thor 2 The Dark World for some reason. Yeah. It's kind I, of like, I think you might need to recant your statements on the most <laughs> was, popular moments. It was kind of like, you know, one of those holiday specials where they just go, remember this old movie? Yes. Remember the things you like? <laughs> yes. We also thought that Thanos wouldn't be killed off in the first scene. Technically, he wasn't killed off in the first scene, so we were right, but he was killed off. The original Thanos was killed off right at the start of the movie, and then the main Thanos is Warrior Thanos, which is Thanos from 2014. Yeah, yeah, past Thanos. A younger Thanos. Yeah. A more ambitious Thanos. He's not Eight a farmer years younger anymore. Or nine years younger. No, sorry, five years younger. We also thought that Bruce Banner would finally Hulk out for the final fight. We discussed this already. He's permanently Hulk. He's Mr. Dabbing Hulk now. He does pretend to Hulk out. If you want to stretch, you could say we're going to yeah. No, but this is a statement saying that we were wrong. Yeah. Because he did not Hulk out for the final fight. He hulked out off screen permanently. Now, this was actually my bad, so I'm taking the full blame for this one. We thought that the Ancient One, played by Tilda Swinton, was the bad guy of Doctor Strange. Well, we hadn't seen Doctor Strange. Right? She isn't yeah, the bad she, guy she of was, Doctor Strange. Uh, so I got caught out in a lie. I said that I'd seen Doctor Strange. She was, I haven't. Uh, you didn't see I, Doctor Strange? I've seen bits of it. My girlfriend was watching it one day, and I sort of caught moments of it, and so I sort of thought myself qualified to... Right. <laughs> say that I'd seen it. So, because I, I know that in that movie she kind of plays the mentor. She introduces the world yeah, to Doctor yeah, Strange. So when right. you said that, I was like, okay, maybe they're doing like a It Ra's makes Al sense, Ghul right, thing. if you haven't seen it. Yeah, yeah maybe it turns out that she's the bad guy in the end. So you're saying that wasn't the case. I still haven't seen Doctor Strange, yeah. so I can't comment. Obviously, either of you. So I let us down a bad path where we thought that some of the old bad guys would be brought back to fight our heroes. Well, that did happen. Sort of. I mean, you had... You yeah, had, you had Thanos and... And you had the armies from the first Avengers. Yeah, that's right. And you had some of the people from um, from Thor Dark World, I think. A few of those bad guys appeared. Yeah, possibly. And I think Proxima Midnight and all those ridiculous mm. characters also came back for a second bout. So yeah, in a way, we were right about that. But yeah, through saying the Ancient One was the bad guy and that she was going to be in the movie, I let us down an incorrect path in a way. So yeah. yeah, she isn't the bad guy and all the old bad guys technically didn't come back. But we would never have guessed, I don't think... Where the ancient one would have fit in yeah. there. Who would have thought that she was on a rooftop to give exposition? Yeah. We also said that Red Skull might not appear again. Oh my he does. god, he did. And this was something that I was really big on. I predicted that Thanos wouldn't be in the movie until Act 3. So he would be totally out of the picture until mm. Act 3. That's obviously completely wrong. They killed him off in the first reel, essentially. Mm. And then it was younger Thanos who's the major villain. Yeah. Well, we had trouble trying to decide who the major villain was going to be because we agreed that Thanos would die, but then yeah. who's going to fill that role, you know? Yeah, we really struggled and thought, yeah. well, who's going to be the bad guy for the majority of the movie? Because even if you keep Thanos alive, like he's done his thing, he's not going to really care. If you break down our prediction... Essentially, what we predicted the movie would be was really the first 20 minutes of the movie. <laughs> yes, and then everything that right. else that happened, we were kind of right about. But we thought that that would happen way before the final fight with Thanos yeah. on his farm. And we also thought at the start of the movie that we'd see the effects of the snap on the regular people of the world. Of course, we discussed this already. They start off with the superheroes and we'll see Tony Stark stuck on his ship after a while. We thought that some time would take place with the Avengers on Earth and then we'll zoom up maybe after five or ten minutes and we'll see Tony Stark. 
No, we see Tony Stark straight away, so we were wrong about that. And we also thought that Black Widow would know who Captain Marvel is because she used yeah, to work Yeah, that's why we said that, right? Shield and Nick Fury. <laughs> she doesn't know her at all. No, no, doesn't. No one knows her. We specifically said that we wouldn't visit Thanos on his farm mm. early in the movie. Yep. We do. Yeah. We thought that Tony Stark would meet Nebula on the Guardian ship while oh, stuck mate. in space. Obviously, we discussed this. This happens off screen. <laughs> that's right. So technically, we were wrong about that. We thought that the final fight would be with Thanos on his farm. That's almost <laughs> yeah. a tongue twister. Oh, where he go. refuses to fight but then gets angry when they burn down his cornfields. And it turns into popcorn. <laughs> yeah, they turn into popcorn, but close. Hey, stop ruining my things. <laughs> we were close, but this happens really early in the movie as we discussed and no crops are burnt. You were really big on the idea that Thanos would die by his own hand and oh. wouldn't be killed by the Avengers. He's actually killed by the Avengers yep. twice, Matty D, yep. so that's twice you were wrong. Yep, yep, yep. What can I say? I don't know what I was thinking. You I was really thought, confident on that one. You also thought that his gauntlet would be destroyed and wouldn't appear in the movie. Not only is his gauntlet not destroyed... Well, his gauntlet is destroyed. No, the Infinity Stones are destroyed, but yep. the gauntlet is still there. But the, sc- the gauntlet is all singed Scarred, and stuff. Yeah, yeah, but he still uses it. It's not destroyed. Okay. And also, there are multiple gauntlets in no, the well, movie. Yeah, well, you know, when you take it to time travel, that's right. Yes. So the Avengers have a gauntlet. Thanos from 2014 has a gauntlet. And then Stark makes a gauntlet as well. I said that the Avengers have a gauntlet. Yeah. That's right. The Hulk yeah. has one and then Stark has another one yeah. as well. Yeah. Sorry. Sorry. I'm sorry. Bite, bite my tongue. <laughs> Take it back. Now, another thing that we thought, another major theory we had was that the way that the dead are brought back to life will hinge on Captain Marvel. Yeah, no, We thought not Captain at all. Marvel will have the ability to turn back time or get the soul safely <laughs> out of the soul realm. But no, of course, it's the Infinity Gauntlet that is ultimately used to bring back everyone back to life. Captain Marvel does little to nothing to help. I mean, until the very end. Yeah, everyone fought. It wasn't just Captain Marvel, so so she did just as much as everybody. She destroyed his ship and stuff, right? Yeah. She flew through it. Yeah. Did she kill him? No. Exactly. (laughs) Do you reckon she could have? Very much easily so. Yeah, and she did? No, she did. No. Tony Stark did with the Infinity Gauntlet. So she could have saved Tony Stark from dying in the first place. <laughs> he could have lived to a ripe old age and seen his daughter go all the way through There was school. a few people that could have killed Thanos really easily, like Scarlet Witch could have. It nearly happened in the movie. Oh, well. And I thought the final fight, yes, I'm going to have to smack myself on the <laughs> on the hand again for this. I said specifically that the final fight will be scaled back and smaller compared to Infinity War wow, because eh? they had their big fight. And this is just a more personal, you know, they're attacking Thanos, who's remorseful is essentially the direction that we thought the movie was going to go. So I was sort of of the opinion they're not going to have a big final fight. How wrong I was. (laughs) How very wrong I was. Oh, my God. They dialed it up. Big time for this final fight. Absolutely. Now I, we, I can't imagine you watching that whole take place. Where all well, the, I forgot that I said that. All the it wasn't until open. I re-listened to it and I just <laughs> thought, oh my God, I'm an idiot. What an epic fight scene. So we thought that Tony Stark and Nebula would have their own adventures in space. They'd be cruising around while the Avengers are forming mm. the teams and doing what they need to on Earth. And no, they, they get to wrong. Earth pretty fast. Yeah, they get to Earth relatively quickly. It's actually Captain Marvel who rescues them and brings them back to Earth. We thought they'd be in space for most of the movie in until they finally land on Thanos' planet at the end for the final battle. Of course, that doesn't happen. We thought that Loki would be brought back to life, as well as Hemdol, who I called Panadol in the previous yes. podcast. No, they're both permanently dead, but technically, through time travel, Loki has re-emerged. Yeah, well, we see him in, not a flashback, but time travel. Yeah, where he steals the 
Tesseract or the whatever stone that is. That's the right. Blue that's one. right. And we also see him in his prison cell as well. Setting up the Loki TV show, <laughs> which is what they were doing there. Oh, really? Know. Yeah. No, I did not know that. Because, you know, they're going to reboot the Avengers and all continue on in a different way. So yeah, that's why they set up of, Loki of course. in his own series. Moving on. We thought that the B team's ultimate goal would be to resurrect Doctor Strange to find out what the method of yeah, defeating Thanos yeah, yeah. I was. I feel like I was at fault for pushing this. We thought that he'd be floating around in the soul realm or something like mm. that with all the other dead heroes. But technically, that's kind of true. Like, they are trying to bring him back to life. That is their ultimate goal. But everybody give it back to life, yeah, though. Yeah, but we were ultimately on the wrong track, obviously. We thought as well that the Infinity Stones would be with Thanos throughout the entire movie mm. and they'd kind of want to get them back or they would be scattered around the universe. Like no, He used the stones to destroy the stones. That's what actually happened. I know, that's what I'm saying. Yes. So technically true, the stones were with Thanos, but he destroyed them. I like to imagine he bashed the stones up against each other until like they destroyed. Yeah. <laughs> like diamonds. Yeah. And then, of course, they are trying to collect the stones, but they are throughout time. They're peppered like the characters that you thought would be throughout the movie. Yeah. They are peppered throughout various locations in time, in history. As much as we got wrong, we're kind of interesting closeness to to the plot. We thought the Hulk would die. Well, I thought the Hulk would die. Yeah, that's right. You thought the Hulk would die. He should have for dabbing. (laughs) He deserved it. You really hated that scene. Oh, my God. Cringe city. Interestingly enough, we thought that Captain America would die. Mm. Well, technically he retires. Yeah. He doesn't die on screen, so we're technically wrong. No, I mean, he's 107. Let's talk about that, shall we? Yeah, okay. So when we see him in the movie, he's 107. That's the final time we see him. But the reason he is so old is because he decides to travel back in time to return the Infinity Stones back to where he got them from. I I also have an interesting thing on that because he would have to visit Red Skull, right? Yeah. To to give him the stone back. He's like, here's your soul stone back. Can we have Black Widow back, by the way, since I'm refunding the stone? Hey, hey person that like Oh no, it doesn't doesn't work like that I was fighting against for years And was my mortal enemy Here's the stone back Yeah Imagine seeing that in the movie Yes You could have put that in there Instead of I don't know A scene where Happy and Tony Stark's daughters Talk about how much they like hamburgers (laughs) Which is apparently the tear-jerking scene of the movie (laughs) According to fans Tony likes hamburgers Yeah Well, there. He's like every good American He likes his hamburger do you so, like McDonald's, our sponsor? <laughs> so so what, what else were you going to say? Sorry, cut you off there. So he goes throughout time, returning yep. the stones, yep. giving the other Avengers the impression that he's going to return back after he's sent the stones, maybe 30 seconds after he left. So he's mm. going to return back to his time. It's all G. He's just hanging out as an old man in the events of the whole uh, yeah, Avengers movie. What we're to series. believe is, what we are to believe is that instead of returning back to where he came from, back to modern day, Mm. he went all the way back to the early 40s or maybe the late 1930s, whenever it was that he first became a super soldier and settled down with Peggy Carter and then lived his entire life up until that point and then walked over to where the Avengers were supposed (laughs) to meet him. Maybe he was sitting in the bench the whole time. (laughs) They just didn't see him. No, here is the problem with this, Matty D. The way that they established time travel in the movie They say you cannot directly affect your timeline. By travelling through time, you're going to an alternate timeline. So if he travelled back to the 1940s, it would be within an alternate timeline and then he would become an old man within that timeline. It wouldn't sync up with their timeline. The multiverse, essentially. Yeah. So the way that they describe time travel in this movie, weirdly enough, is identical to the way that they describe time travel in Dragon Ball Z of all things. Yes, right. So if everyone knows the story of Trunks I was kind of thinking uh, Back to the Future. Well, it's not really like that at all. So Back to the Future, you can go through and change things in your current 
future and past, which is something they specifically said. They said it doesn't work like Back to the Future. You can't change our timeline at all. It's only other timelines that you can travel back to and therefore change. So Trunks, when he has his time machine and Cell, when he steals Trunks' time machine, they don't affect their own timelines. They only affect other timelines by traveling to them. So the reason that Trunks travels to the past, the main timeline, is to warn them of when the androids are going to attack in the future. He says, there's nothing I can do in my timeline because it's already happened, but by giving you this information, I can prevent it from happening in your timeline. Meanwhile, in an alternate timeline, Trunks is killed by Cell, travels over to the main timeline, and then inflicts wrath on that timeline because in his own timeline, he can't absorb the androids because they've been killed. But by going over to the main (laughs) timeline, he can absorb them there. It's exactly the same in Infinity War. They explain it in explicit detail. Look, you know what they, how they deal with So how the fuck... (laughs) Is right. old man right. Captain America okay. in the main timeline. <laughs> right. He would be in a different timeline. They'd never see him. That timeline would have completely different repercussions. The same stuff would not happen in that well, timeline. Well, you know, maybe that was always destined to happen. You know, he was always destined in are the we, timeline to make travel back in time. Are we jumping over to a different timeline? No, I think From this that is, point of view, I, I is this, this the is main, main timeline. timeline? So how is he there? Because he wouldn't have traveled back to their timeline because they said that was impossible. So therefore, he's managed to change time, which they said you couldn't do. Yeah. What the fuck, Manny D? Don't look at me. I didn't write the movie. I think it was always in the timeline that he would travel back in time and then go there because you need a, a nice tear-jerking conclusion the way, to the movie. This isn't a review. This podcast this not, is not a, a review. We're not saying that the movie is good or bad, essentially. Is no. This is something that has just been frustrating. <laughs> you've been, been sitting. You've been sitting because we've refrained from talking about this movie. We spoke a little bit about yeah. it, but like for, like till we had the show. So I'm guessing you've been sitting, <laughs> sitting yes. on this for a while. Yeah, most of the year, actually. Right. Oh, geez. So the point was we thought Captain America would die. Yeah. Might as well have died. But yeah, no, well. technically he didn't die. So through them creating a massive plot hole. Massive time paradox. And a time paradox and something that completely doesn't work with well, the explanation movie is, they gave. Is littered with time paradoxes. I mean, it's <laughs> you know. So we were wrong because they just didn't think about it when they were writing. Well, you know, it's all about the emotion, right? He yeah. gives the shield over to Falcon. Yep. And Bucky setting up their spin-off TV show. That's right. <laughs> the Adventures of Winter Soldier and Falcon. Yes, exactly. I think that's what it's called. Right. Wow. There you go. Uh, I think it's called Falcon and the Winter Soldier. There you go. So you may laugh, but that's what it's called. <laughs> but yeah, so yeah. tune into Disney Plus for that exclusive series. We see, we see old man, uh, old man Steve Rogers. Uh, so we also thought the dead Avengers are trapped in the Soul Realm and they need to be rescued. We mentioned this already. Yep. How wrong could we get? That doesn't exist. And they need information from one of the dead Avengers, possibly Loki or Doctor Strange, as we Strange, mentioned, right. which is why they travel to the Soul Realm to recover them. And they said, oh, maybe Spider Man turns up there and he goes. Follow me, I can lead you to Doctor Strange <laughs> or Loki, depending on where we go with the plot. <laughs> yes. How wrong could we Oh get? my God, so wrong. That was me compromising and then agreeing that the heroes would be peppered throughout. And yep. so that was my way of compromising. So yep. they're not alive, but they're there in a sense. Yeah. That was everything that we got wrong throughout our prediction. There we go. And that is a total, if you tally them all up, oh God. of 37 incorrect theories. Not as many as I thought. So the ratio is actually pretty close. I mean, obviously, obviously it's tilting towards the wrong. Yeah. 
And look, I'll be honest, I was very generous with my points yes. there. I was very generous. Probably should have been less. Probably should have been less, to be honest. I think I think we didn't get a lot right in this movie. But, you know, we, we kind of nudged against things that did happen, which is very interesting. Yes. And as we said, we had no idea going into this movie. No. Absolutely So the none. fact that we got close to so some fact, things, I think, again, is and worth I think, I think weirdly enough, weirdly enough, stuff we said on the sly and things we threw out and things we joked about ended up actually being in the movie rather than things that we thought, no, it would make more rational sense for them to do, yeah. you know, X, Y, and Z. You know, it's not going to happen like they're going to just travel back in time and grab the soul stones, which we said, and that's what was in the movie. Yeah. Not that I'm making a comment on that plot at all, but yeah, it's kind of funny that we, we kind of nudge closer than what I thought because I thought we'd get nothing right. But uh, here we are. Here now, we are. one prediction that I did make at the end, which I'm sure we can debate mm. whether it's true or not, right, is that it was one of the worst plot predictions we've ever done. I wouldn't say so. Yeah, I absolutely wouldn't say so. I would not so. say so. We've done worse. <laughs> we've done worse yeah. Check out Jumanji the next level yeah. episode after seeing the movie and you'll be able to see. Yeah, I remember this episode. Not to spoil anything. This episode felt like a mess and I was just like, oh, jeez. But, um, you know, listening back, we, we got some things close. Yeah. So, which is more definitely than, wasn't which the worst. Is more than we deserve, to be honest, with this kind of movie. Being it's so big in scale and that there's so little detail about it. They hit a lot. I'll tell you what, Matty D. I think we can agree on one thing. What? We should never, ever team up to do a plot prediction again. So next week, Matty D and I are actually <laughs> going to team up to predict the plot of an upcoming comic book movie. Yeah. Not a traditional superhero no, movie this, of this sense. Is, this is uh, one that's coming out of nowhere, really. One, yeah. one of the other comic book uh, I don't think publishers. anyone was asking for it, but we're well, getting here we it. Go, here we go. It might be a fun movie. Who knows? Yeah. But it's the Vin Diesel. Oh, Vinny. From the producers of the Fast and Furious-led vehicle, Bloodshot. This is his debut on this show, isn't it? It we is. Haven't, we haven't spoken about Vin we, Diesel before. Well, we should have in this Avengers episode, the original one anyway. Oh, yeah, he was Groot. Groot. That's right. That's right. We didn't. So, yeah, that's going to be interesting. I haven't seen a trailer for this Bloodshot movie, so. I'm very excited. It's going to be interesting. I know, how I've this, seen it. <laughs> I'm going to be interested to see what happens. Can I just make a prediction oh, about yeah, 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 what I think it. will happen in the next episode? Oh, yeah, what? I think we'll get stuck on one specific joke that we take from the trailer and we won't be able to get off it oh yeah yeah i'm guessing you've seen the trailer and you've yep. already like figured out a joke in it <laughs> well i i'm just using my predicting oh, powers okay. casting well, my we'll, mind into the future we'll see i'm pretending like we haven't recorded that episode did, in advance did you go into the quantum realm and come out and travel yes. back in time yes i did to the future they, yep. only, they only go in the past right they never go in the future in this movie i jumped all the way forward to the 27th of december so that's how i saw jumanji and yeah. now I'm coming back to tell you, don't get stuck on a stupid joke. Don't sing the same line over and over again in that <laughs> in that next episode, Matty D. And if we do, we know something's gone wrong with the timeline. Right, right. That's just that timeline, though. Yeah, yeah, that, exactly. That timeline's been altered. <laughs> Oh, man. Well, we got through it. We got through yep. it. We did the episode, which was hard. We did the Revisitor episode, which was hard. Yes. We've spoiled Avengers Endgame for everybody. Yeah, we've ruined Revengers Endgame. Hey, I... I did I, you say Revengers Endgame? <laughs> Revengers Endgame. I think that's the, like, El Cheapo <laughs> straight-to-DVD parody we, uh, version. You know, we, 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 we ruined Avengers for everyone. Oh, uh, you know, I, we're done. Was there anything we missed? We're done, yeah. Please tell us if there's anything Was we there anything missed. else right that we got that we missed? Was there anything else wrong that we got? Yeah, and tell us if you think there was anything glaring from the trailer that we're knuckleheads for missing. <laughs> Debate us on some of the the loopholes that we've we've yes, found. Yes, please. We've if you want to let us know, if um, if you can give us an explanation to some of these crazy plot holes that we've discussed, mm. you can let us know by leaving us a comment on this episode's page. Otherwise, you can send us an email at potentialspoilerspod at gmail.com. Yeah. 
Or you can find us on Facebook. Just do a search in the little Facebook search bar for Potential Spoilers Podcast. We should come up pretty easy. Yeah. And you can direct barbs at us. Yeah, that's You can tell me how wrong I am. I I guess at the end of the day, this movie is not something... You just have fun with it and you don't think too much about it. But if anyone disagrees with me and thinks that, you know, there's sound logic... Or or you, Mr. Mr. Hater over there. (laughs) The hater of comic book movies. Or if you have a theory of what's going to happen in Bloodshot. Yeah, that's right. That's right. Another superhero movie. (laughs) Yeah, technically it is. Now, Matty D, as well, next week, if you're asked to give everybody the places that they can contact us at, Mm. don't forget to mention that they can leave us a comment on this episode's page. Oh, okay, we'll do. Don't forget that. I won't. Okay. Thanks for joining us this week. All right. And until then, Avengers! Avengers Assemble! Assemble! Merry Christmas. Oh, yeah. No, it was great, kids. Thank you very much. Oh, go! Bruce. Damn.